3 True Horror Stories to Listen at Night Story number 1 This happened to me last summer. It was a Saturday and I went to the state fair with some friends. It was a tradition for us to go every year because it was a weekend. I had to drive pretty far away from the fairgrounds to find a parking space. Cars lined every street for blocks and all the parking lots were full. Eventually I found a spot on a hill with one side of the street being woods. Going up another hill and then train tracks and the other side was an apartment complex. It was about a 20 to 25 minute walk to the fairgrounds but it was free and I didn't mind walking so I felt good about it. After a long day at the fair I left and walked back to my car which my car was on and began to walk up the hill. I saw a woman ahead of me standing on the side of the road in front of the apartment building. After a glance I saw she was looking right at me. She appeared to be in her 40s and had a slight look of concern on her face and seemed kind of happy when she saw me closer because she never looked away as I approached. I wondered what she could want, maybe she locked herself out of her apartment or something. That's what was going through my mind. Finally, she approached me and asked if I could help her with something. What is it? I asked. She said her car was acting strange and was wondering if I could take a look at it. She then pointed to her car which was very average looking and parked on the side of the road in front of the woods. I told her that I didn't know much about cars and I was sorry, but I wouldn't be of much help. She then spoke louder and asked if I would please just take a look at it. She said she had been driving it and after she shut the engine off, the interior of the car was very hot and she didn't know why this set off a red flag in my head because it just seemed like a made up problem to me. I got suspicious and looked at the car. The windows were tinted, pretty dark so I couldn't see inside, but I had an uneasy feeling. So I told the woman she should call a mechanic because I really didn't know anything about cars and I had to get home. No, no, please. She said, just look inside it real quick. Please, just take a quick look. She started to walk over to the car and lightly grabbed my arm. I don't know what I was thinking. I guess I felt curious but I took a couple steps towards the car as I got within a couple of feet from the car. I thought better of it and backed away. I really need to get home. Sorry, I said. The woman looked surprised and not even one second later the back door of the car swung open and two men jumped out and started running in my direction without hesitating. I turned and ran as fast as I could towards my car. I was pretty fast and in good shape so I was confident I could outrun them. I never looked back as I was running, but I could hear the footsteps pounding into the ground behind me. I was slowly pulling farther away from them. Finally I approached my car, I pushed the unlock button over and over as I got closer to make sure it would be unlocked. As soon as I reached the car, I ran inside, slammed the door and started the car. I drove away and sped around the corner. As I turned the corner, I barely saw the men standing back there looking at me as I drove away. I called the police and reported the incident, but I never heard anything more of it. I'm just glad I got out of there when I did because I don't know what might have happened. Had I gone in that car? Story number 2. When I was 12, my parents went out of town for the weekend. My sister, who was 17 was left in charge for the time. We got along pretty good so I was excited to be able to stay up late playing video games and eat junk food. The first night around 7pm. 
was a Friday night. My sister told me she got invited to her friend's house and asked if I minded staying home by myself. I told her I didn't care and she left our bedrooms were upstairs. So as soon as she left I shut my door and started playing Madden on my PlayStation. After about 30 minutes I got hungry so I went downstairs to make a frozen pizza on the way to the kitchen. I noticed the front door was left unlocked. I realized my sister must have left it unlocked so I locked the door out of habit and didn't think anything of it. After I made the pizza, I went back up to my room and continued playing video games. A few hours later I heard the front door open and shut. I guess that my sister was home and I expected to hear it come up to a room a few minutes went by and she didn't come upstairs. In fact, I didn't hear her moving around downstairs at all. So I went downstairs to get some more food and see where she was. When I got downstairs, the door was unlocked again and my sister was nowhere to be found. I looked around, confused. I stepped out the door to see if my sister was outside for some reason and just then I saw her car pulling into the driveway. My heart sank as I realized that wasn't my sister that I heard earlier when I told her about the door. She started freaking out after she got out of her car. I told her what was going on. She started freaking out and realized she had in fact forgot to lock the door when she left. We went in her car and called the police. They came and searched the house but didn't find anyone. My parents came home the next morning and I was very glad to see them. Nothing like that ever happened to me before or has happened since, but it scares me to think that as I was cooking my pizza and playing video games, there was somebody most likely hiding in my house at the same time. It also scares me to think what could have happened if my sister had got home just a little bit earlier when somebody was still in the house. Story number 3. There's a path about a mile from my house that I occasionally run on. I'm an early bird and I love to work out early in the morning. It was about 5 a.m. And it was still dark out, but I knew the sun would be rising soon. I was running in the woods and about 15 minutes into the jog, I heard what sounded like someone running behind me. At first I tried to ignore it, but eventually I looked over my shoulder and saw a man jogging behind me. He was about 10 feet back and he looked to be in his 40s or 50s. He was kind of old and dirty looking. He was not dressed for working out, which immediately made me uncomfortable. I jogged slightly faster. I knew that I was still a good 10 minutes from the end of the woods. He remained the same distance from me after I sped up for a couple of minutes or so, so I slowed down a little to see if he would get closer to me. He slowed down as well. I tried not to think about it and just focused on my running, but I was paying attention to see if he got closer to me. Finally, I got to the end of the woods. I glanced over my shoulder one more time to see if the man would continue to follow me, but when I looked behind me he was gone. I stood there confused, I shrugged it off and went home. I didn't jog in the woods for a couple of days after that, but after that I didn't really care anymore and I jogged in the woods again. I was over what had happened when I was jogging. About 5 minutes into the jog, I felt something whizzed past my head into the woods next to me. I looked back to see what it was and stopped running. Just that moment I felt something hit me in my back shoulder. It hurt pretty bad and I looked on the ground to see a rock in front of me. Then another came flying from my head. I ducked and barely missed it. 
I took off sprinting as fast as I could back towards the front of the path. I heard at least two more rocks being thrown. When I got to the edge of the woods I continued running all the way home. Somebody was throwing rocks at me, and I can only guess that it was the same man. 